Grand Moth Tarkin. I am honored by your visit. Welcome to Grand Moth Talk and delicately curated long form discussion of the internationally beloved. Oh, come on. <laughs> Tailored. Good idea. To the modern fanatic. Brought to you lovingly. In weekly increments by the loquacious yet toothing voices of your host, Riley. That was me coughing. Jasmine. Hello. Isaac. Post nasal drip. And me, your <laughs> host for right now, Jake. Hi, Jake. Hi. Hi, Jake. Do you want to give listeners the phone number, Jake? Uh, well, it's obviously 614-821-9710. Toll free, 1-800-GMT-YESS. GMT, yes. 1-800-468-9377. What is this? Call the GMT guest hotline now. GMT, yes is not enough numbers. There's two S's in the yes. Okay, it's GMT-YESS. That makes more sense. Yes. So I want to describe what just happened for the listener at home. Isaac... Picked up his phone, pulled up the notes app, and read <laughs> a pre-prepared thing, which was a phone number. One eight hundred GMT YESS GMT yes one eight hundred four six eight nine three seven seven. What is that number? Is that the phone it's number? Toll-free number for our international listeners. Is that the telemarketer that just called you before we yep. started recording <laughs> from Stewart, Florida? We can listen to their voicemail on the air right now if you want to. Let's go for it. I want you guys to remember I have to edit this tonight. Here's open enrollment period. The time to enroll is now. Please press 1 to speak to a licensed agent. Contrary to what you may have heard. Whoa, Whoa. That's where it's Whoa. Contrary to what you may <laughs> have heard. Hey, get you with the cliffhanger? Okay. So, how's everybody doing, first of all? Um, we're recording this. Uh, well, Riley, let's start with you. You're hacking up along. I was sick all last week. With what? Uh, like the flu. Like the flu or the flu? It was like the flu. A I lot never... of STDs are like the flu. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I had okay. flu-like symptoms. Do you symptoms. like like the flu? Or you just like... I, just lo- I love the flu. I love the flu, and I had it, and I then I got a sinus infection flu at the flu. end of the flu, and now I just have a cough, and it won't go away. Mm. Poor guy. Yeah. Jasmine, what's going on with you? Um, Not much. I just read a crappy book, so... Ooh. Oh, spoilers. spoilers. Yeah. That down. Yeah. Isaac. Hey. How are we doing? I've never been better. (laughs) I've got a similar thing to Riley, but I think it's a little bit more mild. Not like that fellow over there. He just keeps coughing. I know. I've got it going on, too. I I was sick the last time that you guys recorded, and I was drugged. Drugged, drugged, drugged here? And you're laughing. Why? Explain. Because we're going to go through all our things, and then as soon as you start talking about being sick, I'm going to put the music in. (laughs) Dang it. Cutting that out. Oh, peek behind the curtain. Oh, no. Oh, he's going to... For, for the listeners, he's going to cut out the part where he explained that he was going to put in the violin music. He listeners, didn't call one 800 to get the full unedited Graham Hoff talking. <laughs> now, okay. On the GMT guest hotline, now. I'm not opposed to having a hotline, but are you just... I think that you should just give out your personal number on the that air. That should be the hotline. That should be the hotline. My number is 1-800-GMT-YESS. <laughs> oh, well, all right. That's how go. I got the name for the podcast. Cool. Well, anyway, enough of that. Um, we're best friends. We have great chemistry. Yeah. Everybody loves the show. Yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of listeners. Yeah. How many? Uh, like 60. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of times people don't listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so usually we have like 55 listens on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. But we have 80 subscribers. What are they doing? I don't think SoundCloud keeps track of all the listens on like iTunes. And stuff. So as far as we know, we have like 10,000 listeners, but only 50 yeah. of them listen on some. Well, I, Correct. I think we're going to go with that. Okay. Do we have? Do we do episode dedications anymore? 
Do we have anyone to dedicate it to? We did. We did last time. You did. We dedicated a full episode. That was last right. You did. Unprecedented. Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, Razakai Ren, mm-hmm. Kyle No. What's his name? A man of many names. And uh, you Ryan know- Bullock. What? What was the first name? Ryan, Ryan Bullock. Bullock. That's the guy we dedicated it to last time. Oh, you said so many names. I- he, he was our that one. He was Mr. Force Friday. Mr. Force Friday himself. You know what I think? Yeah. I have an idea. He's the only episode dedicated until we get another review on iTunes. Oh, I think that's is it. That their, is that the listener's punishment? Yeah, that's a yes. good idea. <laughs> I think we're punishing everybody. Yes. And we're going to spend a much longer time talking about him every week until we get one person. <laughs> so what's stuck our the favorite old 17. Ryan Bullock memory? My favorite memory is... When I was uh, 17, I felt like I was stuck at 17. When I was 17... <laughs> My favorite memory of Ryan Bullock is <laughs> that uh, I think he was one of the first like three people to tweet about the show. First person being Bob's and Doug Nut. <laughs> that, that relationship did not end well. No. Nope. Well, should we talk about why that was? Sure. I think he. Oh well, he got mad uh, when we released our bit that was making fun of Rebel Force Radio. Mm-hmm. Second person was probably Chelsea will, is providing commentary that listeners will never hear. <laughs> it's it's kind of great it's though. Incessant and tremendous. Huh? I don't like. Oh boy, hear. I can't hear her. Me neither. Because she's not getting picked up by the microphone. I just choose not to listen. Here's the thing, guys. We wouldn't hear Chelsea if we had our headphones on. But the thing is, if we put our headphones on. We're going to sound pretty dumb because Riley is the sound engineer and he can explain why. Look, there's a weird delay. We're still in the Ryan Bullock corner, by the way. We are. Yeah. There's a weird delay now, and I can't figure it out. And every word I say is trying to mess me up because I I speak, and then a second later I hear myself speak, and it's really messing with my head. He's doing the old one-ear headphone right now. Yeah. He has the full capacity to take off his headphones, but he chooses not no, to. i got to keep track of these levels because you're so loud, Jake. I always assume that's <laughs> is you. It really? that. Who was the person that spiked the mics earlier? Spike the mic. Spike the mic. Yeah, that's what it's called. When that spikes, that, that w- sounds like some sort of like MC competition on the Spike Network. I think it was the tagline for Mass Effect Spike Three. The- <laughs> Spike the mic. Is Mass that like Rock the Boat except yeah. with microphones? Spike the mic is uh, the, the Mike Pilot says been a podcast he's doing. Not to be confused with Mike the Spike. That is the guy from Twin Peaks, right? Season three. Oh. I have not seen it. I don't Dang know what you're it. talking about. I still haven't watched it. Wait, really? Yeah, is there someone named Mike the Spike? Yes! Oh, no, that was a complete guess. I was just, <laughs> I was spoonerizing it. That's crazy, yeah. <laughs> There's a character named Mike the Spike, and he stabs people with a spike. Okay, well, that doesn't seem very nice. Well, he's not, I, spoiler alert, but he's one of the bad guys. Oh. Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> We've been neglecting um, Ryan Our Bullock. Wives? No, Ryan Bullock. <laughs> Jasmine... I'm going to give you two minutes on the clock. Oh, no. And I want you to talk for two minutes straight about Ryan Bullock. Please, no. I don't know who he is. I don't either. I've you before. Why, no. why do you guys like putting me on the Cause you clock? Don't you enough. don't chime in as much, and we feel bad that we don't include you. I like talking about Star Wars, and this isn't Star Wars. But he has a Star Wars Twitter handle. He does. I don't know what it is. I'm not. He's our best I friend. Don't, in fact, he's our only friend. I'm not on Twitter. Even though I am, but I'm not. Oh, you are on Twitter. No, I'm not. Mm. Well, we got about 17 seconds okay. out of Jasmine. Well, Ryan Bullock is great and cool. Okay. Great I, and cool. There you go. Great, great and cool. Great. Uh, you know, if I was Ryan Bullock, I would change my uh, Twitter profile mm-hmm. bio description <laughs> to say... Great and cool. Great and cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, Riley? Yeah. What are your last thoughts on Ryan Bullock? <laughs> Look... I think I said it all last time. <laughs> yeah, we've, I already, we've all already said our favorite memories about Ryan I, think I wasn't here. Yeah, you weren't here. Look, he's a great dude, and I'm going to keep talking about him every week until someone else reviews us on iTunes. Me too. We might have to do a full episode. I mean, honestly, in like three weeks, 
if nobody reviews us, <laughs> it'll be just a full episode. It's of actually entirely up to you. Like, if you want to sabotage like our review function, our podcast, just if you what happens if he's the one that reviews it next? That's we hadn't real, thought about this possibility. Yeah. <laughs> Close up the dedication closet. Is that what it was? It was a cabinet. Oh wait, we're no. lo- we're. Is it a sliding door? We're uh, turning the key in the bull lock. Hey, we are sometimes criticized. By nobody, because nobody talks about our show anymore. <laughs> for not talking enough about Star Wars. Mostly right. it's just me, internally, wondering if we're any good. And we're not. But we're going to talk about Star Wars now. And it starts with uh, a little book that we all read. It starts we're, with one thing. I, I don't, don't know, know why I said... I don't know why I started my <laughs> sentence like that. But, you know. It's hard to podcast, guys. You have to talk and think at the same time. Wow, Who can do that? The stream of consciousness just... <laughs> Coming out of this boy's mouth right now. It really has been a long time since I've done a podcast. <laughs> no kidding. When I wasn't on drugs. Making me wish I was unconscious. This stream of consciousness. Well, now I feel a little bit better about what I've been saying. So, we're in the journey to the Last Jedi mm-hmm. section We're in of the throes time. of the journey to the Last Jedi. Sometimes I start with an apology. Sometimes. Right. And I actually have to think. I feel like I may need to apologize. Sure Should do. we all check in and see if we have to apologize for anything? Because right. a lot of times we do. Mm-hmm. Isaac? I think they're caught up. Have I insulted anyone or anything? I mean, it's hard I've been to kinda, keep track, to be honest I've with you. I've been kind of squirrely on our Discord lately, but I guess I'm sorry for that. <laughs> Discord squirrel. Jasmine? I don't think I going on with you lately? apologize. Stop being so nice. Okay. R- Riley? I'm really, I'm honestly trying to think if I need to apologize for anything. You know oh, what? You know, I, do. I, have I have an, an example. Right. I have an apology. Yeah, I think you do. Yesterday hmm. and the day before, I was really down on The Last Jedi. I wasn't hyped. That's true. Oh, that's, Ooh. Oh, Listeners, join our Discord. I was yeah. bringing everybody down on the Discord because I was no longer hyped for The Last Jedi. But we worked through it. We talked through it. I figured out why I wasn't hyped anymore, and now I'm back on board. Are you hyped now? I'm hyped now. Hey! I'm excited because I don't have to talk about The Last Jedi today. That is not true. <laughs> okay, well, my hype is gone. <laughs> Apology rescinded. Okay, well, that happens. Uh, I'm going to apologize. For real, I do have an apology. And uh, it's ironic, given the episode so far. Is it ironic, ironic, or Alanis said ironic? This is actually ironic. Oh, okay. Uh, because I've been talking a lot this episode, and what I realized, I listened to the episode on from a certain point of view, and I thought it was so enjoyable. By the way, I do really like that book. You guys are not telling the truth. <laughs> I thought that book was fantastic. I was, just, I was just sick. Um, of the book? Yes, you were. <laughs> yeah. I, it was so... You know, like, you eat too much cake, you get a little sick. Sure. It was so good, I threw up. Like cheesecake. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith is kind of like cheesecake for me. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> okay. That's my word. <laughs> I want to apologize. <laughs> I want to apologize for talking too much all the time. And that's true. Uh, because that episode was really enjoyable for me to listen to. And I was like, this podcast is even better without me on it. So I'm sorry for uh, every episode that I've been on. Apology accepted. Okay. <laughs> Captain Nina. <laughs> Star- I don't understand. <laughs> All right. We're talking about Canto Pipe. It, we're in the journey to the Star we Wars. We stay on The subject. last, the Jedi. We like oh it. Gosh. Why? <laughs> Why is this happening? It. We just need to get to it. Yep. Canto Bite. It's one of the books that's basically promotional material for the movie. Pretty much. And it only sells because the movie's coming out. Anybody who says they like it is a corporate chill. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was thinking about, honestly, when I was reading this book? I'm like, you know how 
This book more aligns with like Tales from Jabba's Palace, Tales from Most Isley Cantina. <laughs> you know how those books were released because of people's love for the Cantina and Jabba's I mean, Palace. Mean because we've seen those scenes before yeah, and know the characters and what's yeah, happening. That's why more. we care. And yeah. this, this book was kind of released because guys, we need you to like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know. have to publish something because we need money. I didn't. I wasn't expecting to come I'm in this so hot. Broke, by the guys. way, wow. I was not no expecting money. to come in. How this much negative. do you hate capitalism? A love story, Jake. <laughs> um, I didn't mean to be that negative, but I guess I did because I don't. I didn't like it. But well, it's kind of who you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's it's not really true, but on this show it really comes out. <laughs> Wherever it's then deep in the recesses. That's right. Of the throes of your soul. It's... PJ from Recess. He's in there. Please, 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 please. please. I'm really enjoying this. Um, you ever get a tick listening back to this podcast? You're just begging yourself to get back on the yes. subject. That's what I usually do. Honestly, yes, I do. I don't know why I do this to myself. And then every week listen to it. And like, why were they thinking? I don't because I don't talk. There's a solution, guys. So, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to start. We'll go around the table. I thought I liked the way Isaac did it with the, from a certain point of view. Darn thing. straight. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> And kind of gave everybody a couple minutes on the clock to just speak their mind. As a person who's going to talk less, I haven't been talking a lot this episode. I'm going to not talk a lot the rest of the episode. I'm not talking a lot right now. Jasmine, two minutes on the clock. What do you think of... Oh, wait. How did we break (laughs) this up, Riley? How did we break... Oh, tell us how we broke up the stories, because I forgot to mention Oh, yeah, we should probably uh, address that. So this book is set up into four separate short stories. Novellas. Yeah, (laughs) novellas. And, uh... (laughs) <laughs> Very fancy. You're gonna get all French about it. <laughs> and we basically all just picked a random story and read it. There you go. Very good. Which yeah. one did you read? Me? What? Okay, why aren't we like, can we like go in order that the stories went? Oh, that not? would make sense. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. That makes me So first. that's what we did. Yeah. We, we each read a story from the book and now we're going to convene. <laughs> they, there was not an overarching narrative. They were like totally separate, but they all took place on the planet of Cantobite. I think we're going to run into characters that are in each story though, because that, oh, there interesting. Was, I didn't think, I wondered about that. I read somewhere that there are characters from each, like not the main characters, mm. but mm. like I might have one of your main mm. characters be a side character. Is this oh, kind of like, like a that. season four of Arrested Development where everyone has their own story, but kind like of. the yeah. characters oh. kind of bump into I think that's what it was points. supposed to be. So I'd rather watch that. So, <laughs> me too. So I we genuinely go order, like that season. There might be people in my book that show up in your books, but okay. So I had Rules of the Game by Saladin Ahmed. I've never read anything by him before. Um, you have now. I have now. I guess if I'm just going to say one brief thing about it first. Is there I an see- actual time on the clock, Jake? Because I don't see a clock. Everybody just stop for one second. All right. Okay. You got two minutes on the clock. Two minutes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So. This story stars Kedpin Shocklop. <laughs> Say that again. His name is Kedpin Shocklop. Which 90s hairstyle was that? <laughs> it's it's so bad. He is a wormhole. Does anybody know what a wormhole is? It's a concept in space time. It's a, the alien. No, it's an alien species. Anybody ever heard of a wormhole? Nope. It's because it's brand new. <laughs> the, 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 the um, thing about a wormhole is... Oh, oh wait, that's, 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 that's Garfield's friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's normal. Oh, <laughs> okay, so a wormhole. This part described... podcast is kind of like Garfield minus Garfield. Rarely you have two minutes on the clock, which is now almost one minute. So our introduction to him is Kedpin's Kedpin Shocklop sneezed loudly and blew his nose slits, oh. then smiled oh. apologetically. 
blinking his big single eye at what he hoped his seatmate would understand was a placating gesture. So he's got no slits in one eye. That's what we know about wormholes. No slits in one eye, you say. Yeah. Um, okay, so this stars Ked Penn Shocklop. <laughs> Shocklop. He he's he works for Vapor Tech, which I just love. <laughs> it's the, it's found out later that they deal with like moisture evaporators <gasps> and stuff. Oh, um, from the ah! movies. Was he sales being of the year? He was. Ah! Okay, so he, Ked Penn must be in your story. Okay. What is happening? <laughs> you have a fifteen seconds on the clock. <laughs> so Ked Penn. Um, wins Vapor Tech Sales Being of the Year, oh goodness, which is a special all-expense-paid <laughs> all trip to Canto Bite. He's worked for Vapor Tech for 102 years, and he's never won this, even though he always has the best Stop. numbers. And everything. Are you serious? <laughs> I, I no, I'm, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. You get another minute because well, the first minute was just us talking. Um, so we follow his story. He's like a real fish out of water. He has no idea how anything works on Canto Bite. He's constantly... He's like, what? What, 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 what? I, I think there's like four different times in the story where he gets taken advantage of. Someone steals his luggage. Someone takes all of his money. Someone... Like, he keeps getting... Because he's just an idiot when it comes to that stuff. Oh. He's kind of charming, though, because he is so... Like, no matter what happens, he's always happy. And he's always just so glad to be on this vacation that he's he's kind of charming. Um, hmm. So it's kind of his misadventures on Canto Bite. The second storyline that's going through here is we have a guy named um, Ang Lang or Ang Long. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Ang Long Lahet. Hello. Uh, Anya. <laughs> Anya. <laughs> he is a cascadag, which is also a brand new thing. And the only thing he's like described as tall. I have no idea what he looks like. <laughs> tall. Um, so I don't know what a cascadag is. Wonderful World of Star Wars. Hey, time. Okay. Well, anyway, him and <laughs> this this... Ang Lang is there. He's a bounty hunter or an assassin. He's trying to kill a corrupt cop. And his plan is to capture this this poor Shocklop dude, put a bomb inside of him through a drink, get him arrested, and, Bruin. and have Shock him Jack. blow up while he's next to the corrupt cop. They go on lots of misadventures. It ends up not happening. And it's it's an okay story. I I, I feel like it's... It's fan fiction. It's pretty good fan fiction, but I was just surprised that this was a licensed Lucasfilm book because it's just, it's okay. It's not great. It's not, it's not very good. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I won't reveal what I thought. <laughs> I certainly haven't so far. <laughs> Are you next, though? Uh, no, I think like that I am. you're next. Oh. Yeah. DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. So my story was called The Wine and Dreams by right. Mira Grant. With an H? The what? No, oh. no, no wine, wine like drinking wine, wine and dreams. The wine you drink. Yes, the wine, the wine you drink you and dreams, and the dreams that you come out of your head mm -hmm. when you sleep. What uh, dreams may come, starring Robert Williams? Yes. <laughs> um, I have never read anything by this woman, and I will probably never read anything by her again. Hey, oh, oh no. Yeah. Um. So it the okay, main character cool. that hey, I am cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you are cool. You separately from her. Yes. Okay. So, the story starts out, we meet, uh, the main character, I would say, is this female thing. Huh. Does not just say what her species is. She oh, is okay. described as having a wide mouth held up by two pairs of eyes above and below the mouth. 
plus a human body, like just plus a human body. That's not how holding things up works. It's held up below (laughs) and above the mouth. That's an exact quote. This is not a good. This is like Shel Silverstein's (laughs) concept of up. This is like a like a Lewis Carroll book. So I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) She's described as that. Um. (laughs) Yep. Wait. Great. Oh! <laughs> Chelsea just pulled up the uh, arm monster from Our Real Monsters. Yes. She might as well be that. I need nostalgia. You're listening there to Grandma talking. Okay, so her name is Derla Pites, or how she's no- more fondly known on our Discord as Derpla. <laughs> Derla Pites. Derla Pites. Derpla Pites. She is the most famous and wanted and sought after Wine sommelier. Is that how I say that? Sommelier? I think so. Sommelier. I don't know what it means. It's but in Africa. Like, yeah. in the galaxy, essentially. <laughs> but what does a sommelier do? Because I'm not she's, cultured. She, ta- she uh, sells you wine that is really good and, I and fancy. Yes. Um. So basically, she's on her way to Canto Bite to Time. meet up. Hey. <laughs> wow. Hey, now. Um, You're a rock star. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Derla is on her way to Canto Bight to meet up with a set of twins who are offering to sell her <laughs> a uh, bottle of wine that is has been labeled the wine of dreams. No one has been able to find this dream. This uh, I want to die dream. listening to this. This sounds so boring. It's right so now. <laughs> boring. This wine, uh, like politicians and a few other like high profile people have had it before, and they've never been able to find it again. And it's amazing. Blah 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 blah. Oh and these two twins have it. This and- will give people sight for the last Jedi. <laughs> uh, and they they're meeting up to try to uh, sell it to her. And that's the story. Yeah. <laughs> and that. <laughs> That doesn't even start to happen until like um, chapter like eight or Holy something. Cow. What are they up to in the meantime? We're just following Riding the bus and stuff. We're following Durla as she's at her hotel <laughs> and walking down the street, and we're following Durla the twins. Is the funniest name. The twins who um, essentially enslave a human concierge. Oh. They have are one they, of those. Are they wear? Is like one wearing purple and one's wearing green? The no, twins? they're both wearing black. The, okay, the twins. I don't know how much you want me to get into this now, but uh, let's stick yeah, with the brief save, overview yeah. now. Um, but essentially, the they meet up at a bar to try to sell this wine, um, and the bar owner it also wants to buy the wine, but she's being more aggressive about it and. The twins try to fake out that the wine has been stolen so they can get more out of the bar owner, but things go away, and then right. everyone gets their wine in the end, and that's the Don't whole story. Away. Everyone gets their wine in the end? Yeah. Wow. How it's, great. Uh, that is really not surprising considering what my story is. <laughs> uh, so, what's your review of this story, Jasmine? It is. Did you like it? Poodoo. <laughs> oh, the ultimate insult. Fodder. Who's oh. fodder, you're saying? Yeah. Fodder! Mm-hmm. I like how the, the, the struggles of finding a good wine is being marketed to it was like the she Star was, Wars loving yeah, crowd. She was trying Generally so children, hard. Generally children, by the way. Yeah. I feel like she was trying so hard to be creative and just not. Whiffed it. Not at all. Whiffed it. Whiffed Miss it Author, did. come on the show and explain yourself. What's your name? Mira Grant. Were the twins <laughs> l- lanky orange humanoids? Is no, that they were, they were not. State Farm so why is, Wait, there's a different um, set of twins yeah, in your book? Yeah, there's a different set of twins in my book. <laughs> okay, that's super weird. One's wearing red and one's wearing okay, blue. Okay, I want to know 
Okay, so we're, what were the main character names from your story? Because I want to know if there's a... Kedpin Shocklop. Okay, no. <laughs> That's pretty memorable. Yeah. Anybody and, named... And Englang Lahet. Anybody named Ubayawa? You? Yes! Okay, so ours match up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. So you, you, you... So she's the bar owner. Right. Yeah. Yep, there she's... She's mentioned in my story. Yeah. This is kind of cool. Not really. No. So... It's a cool idea. A lot of the ideas are good. Yeah. Uh, actually, that's not even true, because your idea was about wine. Yeah. And that idea was <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll tell you. Okay. My story, I was similarly shocked when I found out the subject matter of it. I think the years may be more exciting. I don't know. So my story, I, ha- I have to pull up my book. You have two minutes. No, I don't. You guys all had four minutes. <laughs> So. I hate the stopwatch, and I want to burn it. <laughs> I know, I just like it when Isaac was doing this. it. So my story is about a guy named Lexo Suger, like Booger with an S, and like Lex Luthor with a booger. Oh my God, indeed. <laughs> and he is a masseur. He is a of what massager of of other beings oh. on Canto Bite. <laughs> what massager of? food uh no yeah of like other beings that on the planet but he has like arthritis in his hands with hands hurt all the time and his daughter whose name is lula so lula suger has to like do injections on his hands using a probe droid and has to uh hey oh lexo suger is in riley's story Kedpin tried to get a massage from him but he had just left oh boy where did, where did he go maybe maybe fascinating i'll find out so he is a massager, and his hands hurt. Boo-hoo. Who wrote your story? Ah, I don't remember. Oh, Ray Carson. Ray? <laughs> Ray mm. Carson. Daily. So. <laughs> John Carson. She has to. Oh, Carson. Basically, like, uh, they, uh, <laughs> his daughter is owns a fathier, which is one <gasps> of the new horse creatures. You don't say. From Ken- Last Jedi in theater next week. Kedpin goes to a fathier race. Well. The daughter, Lula, is a horseman. My story hey. may end up at a Favier race. <laughs> Which, How did you uh, pronounce it in your head? I pronounce it the French way. Mark Thompson Favier. said Favier in the audiobook, but he's known to mispronounce things and be a jerk. Lothal. L- Lothal. Mr. Lothal By himself. the way, I'll, I'll get into Mark Thompson later. So, like, he goes to his massage parlor where he works and is massaging people, and he secretes pheromones oh <laughs> out of his fingers and has special bracelets that can sense like pain and irritation in people. What does this guy look like? Does it say? I, I don't know. It does not describe him. Because the twins in my guy. story can kind of do the same thing. That's weird. Yeah. There's no twins in my story. Hmm. But um, basically, so he's a massager and this is obviously like it's a casino plant. So it's kind of run by the mob and everything. And so this mobster comes in Name? To get a... Oh, I'm glad you asked. I'm actually not glad because I don't have it pulled up. It's crazy. We'll get into names in a little bit. He has a crazy name. And he's like, Hey, you know, you massage people so good, I'll bet they tell you all their secrets. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. And we've seen this, by the way. They do the, the nice show, Don't Tell. He massages somebody earlier and secretes pheromones into him in such a manner, so intensely, that he starts telling the truth like Wonder Woman's lasso. And no. so <laughs> the mobster <laughs> is like, I want you to work for me. I want you to massage people, get their secrets, and tell them to me. And he's like, no, I don't want to do that because I'm a nice old man with sore hands. And, uh, <laughs> like... Basically, the mobster's like, well, I'm going to kidnap your daughter then. So he does. 
and old Lexo has got to get his daughter back from the criminal underworld of Cantobite. That's the story. <laughs> it's the worst Star Wars thing that I've ever read. Was there a happy ending? Yeah, he gets his daughter back. Good. Uh, I can't wait to talk about these stories is in it, more detail. Is, is the mobster, does he work for the syndicate? He does not. Okay, Maybe. I'm trying to find all these connections. No, not really. Uh, we'll get into our stories in more detail, I guess. Yeah, but we will. Riley, give us a... Wait, you did Still yours. Isaac. Isaac. I would love to talk about this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like going around the table in my head. Isaac, tell us about your story. Does he work for the old city boys? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Old city boys. One of the Van Buren boys in the Force Awakens, what were they? The I- the Ivory Boys, Irving Boys, the Irving Boys. Was, the Van Buren Boys was an episode of something. <laughs> was it all episode? the us from Seinfeld? Oh, that was a Seinfeld episode. Of the Van Buren Boys. Talk about Canto Bite. Oh, <laughs> so my book was called The Ride. Hey, by John Jackson Miller, an author I had heard of before. Yeah, as opposed to the rest of the gang. And I was surprised. What from, did he write before? He's written um, a New Dawn, the Kanan Hera book. Okay. He cool. wrote the Kenobi book. Oh. Wrote Lost Tribes of the Sith. Hmm. He's been around the block. Hey. And back again. Hey, he's back here now talking about Canto Bite. <laughs> I wish you were. 1-800-468-9377. 1-800-GMT. Yes, with two S's. Call the GMT guest hotline now. Story. So, The Ride by John Jackson <laughs> Miller. I was surprised when you guys were talking about your stories. Do I look really mad? Because I'm trying to... Appropriately. Yeah, I'm trying to be really mad. I'm full of... Righteous indignation. Go! Story! Oh. I'm sorry. (laughs) You guys were talking about your I don't accept your apology. (laughs) I I expected a book about a casino planet to have a lot more casino play. And your guys' book didn't sound like your guys has had a lot. But the thing is... Casinos in this casino book? No. Yeah, because mine did. Mine was like all about the casino life. And I thought this is just what the book was going to be. Because my main character is a man named Kyle Jack Sonmi. <laughs> they call him Cal for short. He's going to so. call Jacks on me. <laughs> we call him Cal for short. He's a, a Heptuinian. I Googled it. I didn't see anything. So I, I guess he's a, he's a new alien. I guess he's got like a flat nose. Cool. That was Fine. the one defining characteristic given about him. And so basically he is a, um, what do they call him? He He's a prop for the casino. So he's like a sort of like a sponsored gambler. For the casino. Oh, okay. Sort of that deal. Like an in-house and, gambler that they use. Yeah, and the, the story kind of starts kind of interesting because it's kind of like Vegas here, Atlantic City, where it starts in the middle of the day and how you have like the like the old people and tourists who come to casinos in the middle of the day. And so it starts out, he's playing with like these two old people who he refers to as the... There's a, there's a tree person and... In Blueface, these are the the two old people. It's kind of a fun little so detail too. Groot and uh, Yondu. 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 It's Yondu and Groot. So one little interesting detail in the ride was that <laughs> keep talking. You know, like it, on this planet, like oh, they were alive during da da da. In this book, like the way they refer to old people as they were alive during the Clone Wars. I thought that was a great neat little detail. And he's he's at a Zen Biddle table. Apparently, Say again, Zen Biddle. <laughs> apparently, oh, right. the thing we apparently John Jackson Miller actually invented this game for the West End role playing game. I hope he's proud of himself. Back in the day, I guess he is, and so he got to bring it back for this because Pablo had a tweet about this. So that's the only reason I know this. Congratulations, John. I thought that Zen Biddle was kind <laughs> of like proud. intergalactic blackjack because they the from the rules that were explained in this, it kind of sounds like it's in that vein. But later on in the book, he plays Pazak, 
from yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now I'm happy. Which one's Pazak? It's like Blackjack. Except it's Blackjack, except you play to 20 instead of 21. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Wait. And there's second. also a side deck you can have you with can like... subtract cards and stuff like that yeah. with Pazak. So if you go over 20, you can. If you have wait, that actually sounds like a fun game. It, it is. Pazak's really fun. There's is like it a in whole... stores now? Played in Kotor. Yeah, there's yeah. a whole mini game in, in Kotor. Kotor and Kotor too. You can play Pazak. Go to your local video game. Anyway, so the main conceit of this book is he is like Zen Biddle is his game. And Cal's kind of like a, uh, he's he's got a, got a short fuse in this book. He's kind of like really touchy about stuff. Like he he kinda, my guy was really touchy on people. Yeah, well there you go. There's one connection at least, buddy. <laughs> my guy was very touching. And sweet story. Alco, so here's Jasmine's story was touching my, my gag reflex. <laughs> there's three brothers in this book that come up to him, and in my head, I kind of pictured them. They they're called like Suertons. They're like a new alien too. I didn't see a picture. They they. From their description, it sounds like remember that one like tiny little laughing reptile amphibian guy in the Last Jedi previews from Cantu Bite. Yeah, where he's like, great. Okay, so that's why I picked. He did a head. visual thing that the listeners Perfect won't be able to hear. Perfect for the audience. Great, and for we the won't audio, describe it. The medium we're providing is optimal for what I was doing. Let's wrap so, this up. Dodie, Wody, and Toady. No, no. no. Oh, I love it. Actually, it's T H O D I. So Wody, Dodie, Toady, Wody, Dodie, Thody. God. Whatever you want. Worse. So the thing is, they're like three brothers who just come for a good time. And when all three of them, <laughs> sure, <laughs> when all three of them are together, they have great luck. When two of them are together, their luck runs out. And when only one is gambling, it's like good. But they're at their best when there's three of them. I didn't tell you the father's name in my story. What? Hard luck. Oh, mm -hmm. not my story. Sorry, buddy. Only good luck, great luck, and whatever luck. The last. Yeah, Toady Wody Doty. But um, so it turns out that Cal loses his money and this is bad because he was being fronted by someone called the accountant. So basically he ben made... Ben Affleck. Yes. I knew you were going to make that joke when I read the book. <laughs> when the podcast would come, I'm like, Jake's going to be the one to make the Ben Affleck joke. Here it is. There you are. Coming at you. So that's why we do the podcast. Anyway, so <laughs> the, the, the conceit of this story is that Cal needs to come up with 800,000 Canto coins by the end, by the time the sun rises or else this mob is going to kill him. And can, so, can I make a, a guess at who won the race? Yes. Is it Kessel Run? Kessel Runner? No, that wasn't <laughs> one of the horses named in my book. Well, that's who there, won the race in my race, book. There's like a million race horses there named in this. No Actually, mention in this, of any horses or this races. This is the dumbest book. book I've ever Through a heard weird of. confluence of events, Cal ends up buying a father at, during this. Okay. Accidentally, because one of the brothers bought it for him. And this um, father was named. Something, I'm not going to look it up now, Minoc. but it wasn't that. Minoc Minute. And she ends up dying at the end of the race. Shifting sand. Because she that was, one I had. She was book. blind and deaf, and like there was a power outage during the race that one of the brothers caused. And so because the father was blind and deaf, she won the race. So this is like, it's a lot of like Jar Jar Binks dumb luck that these brothers caused mm -hmm. that end up benefiting Cal. And so by the end of the story, he ends up coming up with the money. And here's a fun little detail. There's actually an outside character from the Star Wars universe in this book. Does the name Moset Benid mean anything to you guys? No. He was one of the Cantina aliens, and he turns out to be the accountant, and so he's an old man now. Oh and yeah. He's doling out money at the casino, and he's the one who has like the hit out on Cal by sunrise. Hmm. Sounds. What'd you think of it? Did you like it? It was. Sounds okay. He's given, he's given a firm nod. Yeah, that's it was a firm nod of a book. <laughs> it was what I expected when I picked up this book. I'm like, oh, a lot of casino stories, but apparently that wasn't it. 
Yeah, I didn't get a single. And it had like a an, at one point my character was in a casino. This book had an oddly happy ending, where it was like real nothing really left ambiguous. He's just like, That's, same. Yeah. You know what? Cal lives a great life now. He came up with the money. He's yes. best. He's best friends with the brothers, and he has a good time now gambling, but he didn't before. Vine was kind of the same way, where like one of the conditions, right? Like he's trying to get his daughter back. Lexo is, and so this countess is like, I'll let you. Uh, I'll give you the info you need, but you have to kill this guy for me. And so you're thinking, oh, this is going to be like this moral dilemma for him. And of course, he has to use his massage skills to kill him because he knows where the right oh, nerve gosh. is. And um, <laughs> he's like, I can't kill him. His The creature that he is, my pheromones don't work on him. <laughs> so weird. Uh, but he does just kill him, and he gets the info, and there was no moral quandary whatsoever. And then he has a happy ending. It's <laughs> so bad. Okay, here's what I want to do. We need to play a game because this episode sucks. Like we a casino get... game. Now we're having a good time on Grandma talking the podcast. Um, the phone number, the toll free number. No, no. okay. Uh, we <laughs> this book, I think we can all agree, has the worst collective names of any Star Wars They're book pretty bad. ever. There's not a single one that isn't bad. Mm-hmm. So I want you to pick your worst. I I can name like five <sighs> that are pretty bad, but I I want to see if we can pick a winner. You can't I, vote I, for your own after we do it. I like there's I'm there's, gonna go last I, I don't think, think I got there's it. a name in here worse than Ken Okay, Penn mine's not Lock. really bad, but it's just like it annoyed me. So one of the twins name twins, okay? Okay. One of their names was Parallela. No. Parallela. Parallela. Bad. The other one was yeah. Graham. <laughs> Simpatico. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean her last name was Grammas. No, it was not. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Parallela Grammas? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my I God. am literally angry. <laughs> That's so bad. And the the Holy sister's cow. name was Romby. 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 Wasn't that the name of the? No, that's Jombi, the uh, like genie from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Like a juice, Jombi Juice from the Pee Wee's Playhouse. Boy, let me tell you something, Riley. <laughs> so yeah. They should open up a store called Riley and Isaac's Brain because that's they always occupy the same space. <laughs> I have an officer. I don't like that. I have an officer Brog, B R A W G. It's not Officer very, Brog. Officer Brog. He's a Lasat. Okay. He's described as tall, like a Wookiee with purple fur. So I'm guessing he's a Lasat. Okay. Your guys' game is weak so far. Because I'm going to tell you mine. <laughs> Kedpin. Shot yeah, mine's not bad. It's Kedpin. Just yours was really bad. Super yours uncreative. was what? I've got a Favier in my book called Time for Flat Cakes. <laughs> I really like time no, for you flat don't. cakes. I promise. Time for the reason. Cross your heart and hope to die. Cross my heart, hope to die. Stick a canto bite in my eye. I do hope to die after here. The reason day. that Cal accidentally bought time for flat cakes is because <laughs> Cal was talking to a woman and was making a joke about wanting to eat flat cakes. One of the brothers overheard this and went and bought time for flat cakes for him. He's like, I thought you wanted time for flat cakes. And Kyle was like, Holy no, I was just moly. making a joke about flat cakes. I hate this book. Okay, mine, this name is not as hilarious as Time for Flat Cakes. Why wasn't the book called that? I would have bought the book twice. Uh, During the Last Jedi, Time for Flat Cakes. <laughs> can you imagine? Everyone would have bought that book. I certainly can, buddy. Okay. Okay, the name that I think is the worst is Contessa Alessandrex Delga Cantonica Provencion. This is what? one name? One name. Always referred to with the full Is title. that like the Barefoot Contessa's like full Latin title? 
on her birth certificate. That is that is the character's name. It's okay. never established that any of those things are. Oh wait a minute. Bah. The the planet is Cantonica, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Cantonica. So Cantonica Provincion is probably her title. Mm-hmm. But they only ever call it the full thing, which is Contessa Alessandrax Delga Cantonica Provincion. Do you remember wow. the Napoleon Dynamite cartoon when Jermaine Clement's character was on there and he had Scantronica? The, uh, I certainly don't. The computer? Nobody watched think that they, show. Do you think they got that from that? I, yeah, they did. I mean, obviously this person watched okay, it. Okay, good. Ray, who's he but? Okay, can Ray. I read a passage or two from my book? Do you guys have any like choice passages or anything from your book that stood out as Sounds like you've bad? made your choice already, so read yours <sighs> first. Well, I didn't know if you guys had any. I don't know. I don't know if I have passages. Okay, while I'm reading this, maybe you can look and see if there's anything particularly crazy. Oh, Riley will like this. At one point, they say, a tiny human girl, an indenture, an orphan besides, was about as likely to become a father or jockey as a droid was to become a Jedi. Thank you. Hey. I have a, I have some stuff to say about droids in this book. Oh, really? Hmm. I can't... Okay, hang on. Well, one line that was upsetting to me was he was describing his clientele that he was going to have to massage today, which is the kind of book that this is. And... She says about this person... Oh, wait. I wonder if the, the name is in here. It's probably really bad. No. I can't find it. It says, He's also horrible to massage. So many hard-to-reach places. No. <laughs> that sounds gross. But the thing that took the cake for me... Took the flat cake? It took the flat cake. <laughs> it is time for my flat cake, which is this <laughs> sentence. So he calls his butt. This is talking about... um. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read, these are both from the same passage of him massaging someone. So, like, pages and pages of just descriptions of massages in this Star Wars book. And it says, this is talking about Lexo. He disciplined his features and rolled his shoulders. Rolled? No, we'll start over. He disciplined his features and rolled his shoulders. Lexo was now on, quote-unquote, and the next 12 hours would be a flawless performance. He exited the servant's closet and descended the stair with a quiet grace, gown flowing at his ankles. He would be too old for this soon. His tendons were giving out, but not today. Today's knots would not would be soundly defeated. Oh my, Joris breathed. That's amazing. How did you do that? My bracelets are able to detect biorhythms, Lexo said. Oh, that makes sense, Joris said. <laughs> I'm just glad you feel better. I do. I feel much better. Hey, Suger, do you ever bet on the father races? <laughs> hey, Joris is in my book. Any, like, crazy standouts from your guys' book? I had one thing that is was interesting until the end of the story okay. and they were like hey this might actually not be true so these twins like it mentions this 10 times in the story and by the time the 10th time is like you're like okay i get it stop reminding me of this <laughs> is that these twins the rumor around canto bite is that they are from another dimension something on the far side of hyperspace by gary larson as impossible and untrue as the Force itself. What? Others say they come from the dimension where the Force retreated to after the Jedi fell. What? Mm. The dimension where the, the Force dimension. retreated to? Yeah. I No clue. They're described as having uh, features as white as bleached coral, smooth hairless skulls, mm. as white as bone. She had to throw that in describe another way white looks um and frilled 
sensory organs, possibly aquatic. Sounds like uh, the creator guy from Prometheus or something. So, yeah. Hmm. But, yeah, that's the, that's the one thing I thought, well, maybe they're throwing a bone to something in The Last Jedi with the other dimension. That is, like, far side the of biggest space concept stuff. we've ever heard of in any of these books, and it's mentioned in this book about wine. Yeah, <laughs> but then, like, by the end of the book, the sommelier is like, hey, listen, I can taste this wine and know that it's something from our galaxy, and I know you're trying to fool oh, everyone. Oh, wait a minute. And so it wasn't even true. Like, so it's like, build up and then me? never mind. Oh, by the way, the stupid Stranger Things reference. Oh, okay. So you had teased that there oh, is a Stranger yes. Things reference in this book. And it's nothing crazy, but it's just like I read it and I was like, really? You, like, uh. you had to do this. The exact quote is talking about the twins. says, they claim to be from another dimension, and maybe they are. Stranger things have happened in the galaxy. Oh, boy. No. Real, like, mm, no. it made me mad. Let's go worst meta commentary. That or the, uh, the sand meme from uh, Phasma. Oh, I like the Phasma scene. Yeah. That one was okay. And, like, it just felt like... <laughs> this one's pretty bad. Everything was so... Other dimensions and stranger basic. things in the same sentence, you say? <laughs> <laughs> what am I, a demogorgon? <laughs> so, like... Good. One of the wines is called Coruscant Black. An extremely rare, like, sought-after wine is called Coruscant Black. <clears throat> That's it. Something with a reputation like that to have a fancier name. <sighs> like... Beer! Brown! I, I found a fancy name, by the way. Yeah? Defancio Storsilt. One of the names of my book. <laughs> <laughs> fancy, literally, in the name. <laughs> wow. Um, the one thing I did like about mine, though... So I counted it. There were, were only two humans in my story. I think there is Two. only one who is the daughter in my book. But basically every other alien besides one Wookiee and one Twi'lek, maybe? I'm not sure. It was at the end. Every other species is not named and only described. And that made it extremely hard for me to like imagine what was going on. Because for every human, they'd give like one sentence that basically said this human is as ordinary as can get. <laughs> but... Every alien got at least like a paragraph of what they looked like and how they looked, which I thought was nice. It's nice. Did they even describe the familiar aliens? Like this Wookiee had a... No. There are no familiar aliens in mine. Hey, I have a Deveronian, multiple Ithorians, and multiple Rodians in my story. I'm really upset because I wanted something familiar. Yeah, I had Jake, one Wookiee, which is cool, but... Jake said earlier, before we started recording, I think, that this book doesn't really feel like Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Nine doesn't at all. Nine does not feel like Star Wars, and I... Jake's uh, currently away from the table, but he would probably one roll his eyes at this, but I think it's because there's nothing familiar in mm. this book. Coruscant is mentioned once. Canto Bite, obviously, is mentioned a bunch, but... There's there's nothing about this that feels like a Star Wars movie. Mm -mm. I think you guys should read my story because I think because this story made me a little more optimistic for the book because I don't know if I want to go back and read your stories to be quite honest because mine had a lot of familiar stuff in it like I mentioned those aliens and it mentions the Jedi. There's actually one of the excerpts I was going to read was kind of a neat little detail because this is of course in like Force Awakens and sequel trilogy era. And so uh, Cal is talking to, like, okay, there's literally a character who, like, washes the bar counter as they talk. Like, it's one of those Law & Order characters. And so there's an excerpt that says, so 
the the guy from the bar was talking about the past. He's like, so then one day this Jedi Knight came in. You heard of him? Cal said, not much. And then this guy, the bartender says, they were a sort of peace officer before the Empire. People said they used some kind of magic. And so we live in a story where people don't really know who the Jedi are. Yeah. That's a cool little detail. Yeah, that's neat. And then I also, like I said, I also have a cantina character yeah. in my story. And so... Yeah. I can understand that this Canto Bite book wouldn't have a lot of familiarity because you're dealing with like a section of the galaxy that we don't usually focus on in the Star yeah. Wars movie. But it, it would be like getting Tales from Moss's Castle <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, before the movie came out. Yeah. Like we haven't seen you could describe those little fly looking aliens or, you know, the, the giant dude with the horn. Wait, no, there was actually like you could describe them, but it wouldn't it wouldn't mean anything until you see the movie. You remember actually the uh, there was a, a story called the Perfect Weapon. I think it was a Delilah Hailer Delilah Star Wars S Dawson's Creek, and um, it was about Bazine Natil. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, it was like a story that was like as long as this one. Okay. I think it was like an ebook basically. Gotcha. Like you, I don't know if you could buy it anywhere. I could be wrong. Either way, but yeah, it was uh, about her. So you sure. had one story from Maz's But did Castle. that come out before or after the movie? I want to say it came out before, but I could be totally wrong. It was right. kind of like Canto Bite, how this is yeah. coming out a week before the movie. Yeah, I just wasn't... I wasn't thrilled with this story. It, I can tell the, um, the author of mine, though, has the same feeling that I do about droids. Oh, um, yeah, talk about that. It's mentioned several times, Kedpin says several times, that he can tell this place is, like, super expensive and fancy because he he gets like he gets a taxi at one point and he's just super impressed and he can't believe how important he feels because there's an actual person in the taxi that's mentioned in mine and too. it's not a yeah. droid taking him around mm. um when he gets to the hotel like the the manager at the hotel who's like he says like welcome my good sir to the host the casino hotel my name's altavon i exist only to serve what can i do to make your experience you're the one of a lifetime and it, it says here, Kedpin had never in his life had a living being address him with such deference. Droids, sure, but that was about it. So it's like, it's mentioned several times that droids are, it's like casually mentioned, that droids are like a subservient species, that it's not very, you know, exciting if a droid, you know, is, is nice to you or whatever, but he's just so impressed that there's real people here. Mm. I don't know, there's just lots of um, small mentions to droids. Uh, yeah. This story, as boring as it is in most parts and is just all right, it's kind of it's kind of charming. I would definitely recommend going back and reading this one, Isaac, because yeah. Kedpin himself is just such a charming little nerd. He's so he's <laughs> you think so, of Cal, you specify I Isaac on Cal, that. One. I see, keep seeing Calpen's face when you uh when you say Kedpin. <laughs> he's just he's so wide eyed about everything that happens. He's way too trusting. But you just can't help but like the guy and mm. feel bad for him, especially when he gets in his adventures with uh, Ang Lang, and because Ang Lang is is trying to kill him to assassinate this dirty cop, and he just ends up not being able to do it because Kedpin is just so nice and he won't rat out Ang Lang, and it's just it's a nice it's kind of a nice story. Yeah, I was telling them when you were in other places. Uh-huh. That uh, other dimensions. I wasn't as <laughs> <in> fun. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. 
I was uh, saying how I wasn't as inclined to go back and read the rest of these stories based on your guys' description. Cause Do not. I was pretty optimistic about my story because it was at least serviceable and it felt like Star Wars, but I guess you were saying that this didn't feel like Star Wars nope. to you at all. This didn't feel like anything that's ever existed before right now. Mine is but not in a good way. Mine is serviceable, but it doesn't feel like Star Wars. But it's a it's a charming story. So did your guys' stories follow a main character? Yeah, yes. mine was Al Jackson. Lexo. Mine, if you count the twins as one character, then it Racist. cut between yeah, cut between four different characters for the story. Ugh. Each chapter switched a character oh, view. That's weird. And it Seems was a little busy for a novella. Yeah, I had I had what? two characters. I guess I had the Kedpin. Why and two then characters? The, and then the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, the Ang Wang Lehet guy was also main. He's kind of a bad guy at first, and then they become friends. But I, yeah. I guess I had two characters. It's Mine funny was extremely hard to follow along with because yeah. of that. Mine was uh, very specifically only Lexo Booger. But uh, I also just want to mention real quick that uh, there's a character named Neepers Panpick. Neepers Panpick. Neepers. Oh, Neepers. Um, I think my story had the benefit of being written by John Jackson Miller or any Star Wars writing veteran, how you could tell like he was used to putting little details in the story that would remind you of where you were. Because there's another neat little line like in this story, like instead of calling someone like a rube, like he one character tells another, my friend, you're a clone from Kamino. And that's like a way of telling someone they're dumb or something like that. They, do, what? Do characters yeah. in your book say sans as a curse word? Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. I hated that so much. I get much. carabast and Zounds. No one cursed in my book. They so. say sans. Family friendly. One guy. Yeah. Except for the drugs and alcohol. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> except, except for the murder in mine, I guess. I get a carabast. I get an alabash. And then. What a- and then one guy uh, just cusses like regular that cusses sounds, that we use. What? <laughs> that sounds oh, like a yeah. curse curse, like a spell you inflict on someone. Carabast, yeah, Alabash. That's yeah. another reason my story felt so out of place is like it just was describing food from like our world and things from our planet. That was happening like when Like was... this person did not know how to write a Star Wars story at all. When this person was talking Nothing. about like the way he was massaging people... <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I know a lot about massage therapy. Uh, I do not. But it was like describing things in anatomy that are really specific mm-hmm. to, like, earth humans, like cells. Like, and, wine like, is made out of grapes. I wouldn't that think That is be, weird. I didn't mean not even, like, Ord Mantellian grapes? No, grapes. <laughs> I was about to say, we've heard of Ord Mantellian wine. Corellian grapes, you know, I know. So just normal grapes, I guess, they have an Ord like everything else. And then a really, okay, a really weird thing. Do you guys know water is a rarity? On Cantobite, it is a desert planet. So yeah, but they use sonic waves that. to wash their hands. Hmm. That okay. Cool. That was a I thing like that, that was happening in my book where there was yeah. like there was like uh, thermal oscillators. No, there normal? was normal. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there were normal oscillators. There were things that changed the environment and gravity in most of the rooms hmm. anywhere huh. in Cantobite. Which made me think that might be an interesting thing to play with in a movie, but one of, like, the way that you knew that the big boss man of the mob had uh, arrived at the massage parlor was that he bought out the climate in all of the rooms, which was a detail that I hated because it made no sense that if you're only having a massage in one room, why would you need to change the weather and gravity in the other rooms? 
stupid. What I really want to no. know is the that is just not great. this no. book is I'm called... Gonna give you an example. Better, I'm going to give you an example. I have an better, example, too. I'm give you an example, This right? book has Journey to the Last Jedi in the title, and I'm wondering how this is going to aid in our journey to the Last Jedi <laughs> once we get there. Are we going to, like, see... Here's the thing. I feel like we're going to see all these characters... Uh, no, John Jackson Miller said all these characters are in The Last Jedi. Oh, the well, but they're probably, you know, like Cantina aliens. I'm thinking five seconds. Well, we'll probably use a visual guide to pick them yeah, out. Yeah, what's mm-hmm. really annoying to me is that because they don't use familiar species or anything, mm-hmm. I might see my guy. I'll be like, oh, there's a guy with one eye. I guess that could be Kedpin Shocklock. To be fair, mine might be pretty easy to pick out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, I don't, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to know these people in the movie because they're all so out there. Here's an example of some bad writing I want to read. Mm. Officer Brog smiled a nasty smile. <laughs> bad. Mm. And, Sorry he s- and he spoke about Kedpin as if Kedpin weren't sitting right there. And then he ran like mad. Oh, I get it, he said. You want your boy back to spank him. <laughs> what? <laughs> but I just hate it when someone smiles a nasty smile. I don't like that. Mine says, I just maybe this isn't that bad, but I didn't get it. Mine says, the sister tilts her head in an unrecognizable gesture. How That's, do you tilt you just your head? It. You said what it is. <laughs> Wait, say that again. She tilts her head in an unrecognizable gesture. But you can recognize How the do tilt because you, t- you just described yeah, it. Mm-hmm. Just, this, yeah, that yeah is, I don't That's know. not good. This is very bad. I, I feel like I could pick out any sentence, and it's not good. So I'm just going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> For a positive podcast. We love Star Wars. Um, buy everything they ever do with it. We did. And let me see here. I'm going to go back to describing a, a reading a thing from this book. Um, oh, I have a person named Uck, UK. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should say. No so last name. There were Gamorreans and Twi'leks in my book. Oh, Familiar that sounds, aliens. That sounds really nice and like something that would make me mm-hmm. recognize. To be honest, I hated it and I tore book. those pages out <laughs> after I had blacked them out. <laughs> you tore them out of your iPad? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I here's the thing. I broke the iPad. I bought another one. Turned the page. There's another Gamorian. I'm, I'm trying to find this mob boss because it was written so poorly. Blah blah's mob boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is good. The, I was just gonna say it's good, and not really go into it. Is that okay? Yeah, great. That's what this book kind of does. <laughs> An unrecognizable gesture <laughs> called a tilt. The counselor was a massive amphibious creature with a gray leathery hide stretched over a thick layer of blubber, all of which made it nearly impossible to massage the muscles beneath. His round, slitted eyes... Is this the character you're talking about? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. There's a slitted nose, not a slitted eye. Yeah, nose slits, not eye slits. My God. Nose slits, not nose slits. His round, slitted eyes were the size of... I don't want no slits. (laughs) Slits are a guy can get no love from me. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm good. Now, Campbell's isn't good. That was... TLC. Mm-mm. Bad. Toasty. No. Tender loving crap. What I say? <laughs> hey His round slitted eyes were the size of Lexo's fists and his wide salamander mouth. Weird that they referenced salamanders. Did a poor <laughs> job of hiding his prehensile tongue. He weighed eight... Oh, I said weighted. He weighed 800 kilograms at least, and his body ended in a stubby, ticklish tail, which was totally <gasps> off limits. That's what it says. It's totally off limits in his ticklish. A stubby, ticklish tail, which was totally off limits. <laughs> and if you thought that was going to come into play, no. Oh, okay. It doesn't. He just doesn't massage it. That's off limits. Um, Kedpin describes the Fothiers as 
They have power and grace. They have a stinky, spicy smell. That's it. That's how it's described: a stinky, spicy smell. Here's an example of really bad. What writing does that mean? Book. Stinky sp- and spicy? Yeah, stinky dash spicy. Smell. Oh, it was stinky dash spicy. Yeah, a stink spice. I guess I don't, I don't know, know what's confusing a about that. Spi- spicy smell is. Well, here, here's a description that anybody can understand because you've read it ten thousand times. So you know that people know it. Lexo's shoulders tightened mercilessly, and his heart began to pound like a drum. Mm. Ooh, like a drum. Pound. I know what a drum is. That's right. And his muscles tightened mercilessly. That doesn't seem like a thing that muscles can do. Without mercy? Without <laughs> tightened without mercy. I think you have to have sentience to be merciless. <laughs> I know. That's what's weird about it. Oh, did someone say Ubalia Gil? That yes, was, yeah. That's uh, she's in, she owns a nightclub, apparently. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Kedpin goes to her nightclub. Yeah, okay. she's in my... That's okay. I'm, I, my book takes place okay. in that nightclub as there well. Yeah. My story was just so in the middle. It was hmm. fine. I just don't have much to say, guys. Yeah, like mine had a nice, <laughs> mine had a nice character arc. You feel bad for Kedpin the whole time, and you, every time he does something stupid, you're like, you should have seen that. You should stop trusting people. And then by the end of it, he's kind of grown a little backbone, and he's, and you like, you like the, you like the people in my story at least. Say, so, Doty, Woody, and Toady were perfectly likable characters. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly likable names. I mean, Cal's a stick in the mud, but I mean, by the end, like I said, he leads a happy life as a gambler. And Lexo, life, by the way, according life. to this book, says that I see nothing but the sore muscles of my clients and hear nothing but their sighs of satisfaction. Ew. Same. <laughs> Mercilessly. <laughs> Sighing of satisfaction. Mercilessly. Is it time for closing arguments? Like a yet? drum. Yeah. Closing, closing arguments. arguments. Anybody know what a palandag is? <laughs> I don't know what that species is. I Google like all the species. Parallelabag. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Jasmine's book. There's some other things that just made me mad about this. Like closing arguments on why you're mad. Okay, so Here, this is good. This there's is good three things that irritated me. Dodie, Woody, and Toady. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so you can skip your turn. Mm-hmm. Did they have an uncle named Donald? Dodie, Woody, and Toady. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> okay, so. The human woman. Is it like the Disney Ducks? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the Disney Ducks. <laughs> the, yeah, the show Disney Ducks that we had a reboot recently. <laughs> this is my favorite show, Disney Ducks. <laughs> I'm really sorry, Jasmine. It's okay. I'm used to it. Disney Ducks. Okay. All right. So the human woman, um, she's like part of the first like two chapters. She's basically the main character or whatever. We don't even find out her name until chapter four. Why is it like uh, it, they just say it, it she is, whose name shall not be spoken? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, her name is Kala, and they don't say it until chapter four. Then there's Parallela and Rombi, the twins. We don't even learn Rombi's name is never spoken in character. What's going on? The other twin, um, like Rombi. The book tells us her name is Rombi without anybody saying her name ever in the book. Your story sounds too indie rock for my veins. It, that frustrated me on just like a writing level. And then the thing Only that made me... <laughs> Such a good reference. <laughs> the thing that made me the most <laughs> mad was that when the Durla, she's walking in to meet with the twins into the uh, nightclub that Ubalia owns. Um... And as she's walking by a bodyguard, she noticed that the bodyguard gives her like a sympathetic look and she like, like and she's like, oh, 
like this maybe this means something maybe i'm walking into a trap or something mm-hmm. and it just says she shrugs it up shrugs it off and walks in anyway and she takes two steps in and the guns on her back like so she noticed something <laughs> and then was like ah never mind this person who is like takes pride in being extremely smart and never being taken advantage of just sees the signs and walks on in <laughs> for the sake of the book that's pretty bad uh, so there's my closing arguments. I will never what read your three this things? again. That one thing. What? what? I said you had three things. I said three things. Oh, you were you were. Yikes! Isaac hates me. I'm sorry. He sends I, me out. Apology not accepted. This is not the first time this has happened. There's been several EU episodes where I just missed the whole plot. I know. <laughs> I know. Like the last one we did, you just kept on not understanding that the guy that had died or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, Can I make my closing arguments? Please do. Okay. No, like I'm going to hear it. <laughs> make <laughs> it twice, Rising. <laughs> um, this book is solidly okay. Uh, that was your review of Justice League. Yeah. No, this book is the Justice League of Canto Bite stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm probably going to love it then. <laughs> How many times have you seen it now? Oh, it's still three. Oh, well. You know what? I went back and I de-watched it once. I've only seen it twice now. <laughs> oh, like Pazak. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> So I went, I went to the movie and I bazocked it. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I'm going to spoil the very end of the book here, if you oh, care. Oh, spoilies, everybody. Play the spoiler alert song. <laughs> There's a spoiler alert up in here. So close your ears if you don't want to hear the spoiler alert. You rhyme yeah. alert. <laughs> you rhyme here with here. That's you rhyme good. here with here. Okay, um, so... The the name of the story is called The Rules of the Game. And here's how it ends. Um we we're we've got uh Ang Lang's point of view here. He said he'd made a stupid, soft headed mistake and now he was stuck in Canto Bite, stuck in the game. But for now, Ang Lang Lahet would remember this one night when he'd managed to change the rules. Whoa. It's just they it's, do that in my book too. By the like, way, it's like something I would write, and that's not really a compliment. It's <laughs> it's it's really like fan fiction. That's like the, the, the name of the book here. is Rules of the Game, and it ends with this like uh, that's the name's now. Rules of the Game. Now. But he managed to change the rules tonight. It's just not. This has truly been an inception. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like if Leo turns. This is like in the last scene in. This was that. like when Michael Scott was telling Ryan like how to like succeed at business. He's like, you have to play to win. But you also have to win to play. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like, and it's like it's perfectly ben, fine. This is pod. If I if I read this online, I'd be like, "Oh, that was a pretty good story." Right. The f- but the fact that I paid fifteen dollars for this book, I feel a little cheated. Yeah, that happens in my book because the the horse is it's not a horse, but it's the space horse. Space horse name is Hard Luck, and uh, somebody says, "I always bet on hard luck," and somebody says, "So do I," because. They were having hard luck at the time. Oh, and so it was very clever to see. It was almost as if they thought, "Hey, you know what? I could have something to say later. All this will be good." And it wasn't good. Can I close an argument? Yep, for myself, please. You can close one argument. Thanks. The one I have chosen is actually several arguments. Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) You see what you did, big boy? (laughs) So, yeah, it was just kind of funny how my story just was—it was always just present. I mean, it, it. it kind of was like Riley said. When he took attendance, it said present, basically, mm-hmm. and he opened the present, and there was a present inside. Good. That was present. Good. Wow, buddy, you're telling me to get on with it, and I see what you're doing. 
Because it, it was interesting. That was not me, by the way. That was Riley. Also, he was being mean. in this book, like, the concept of luck was presented as something that really just did exist. Like, we're never given any indication that oh. the luck that Cal was having was not because of, like... as, as it like the before. force? No, just luck. Okay. <laughs> so the, the three brothers were, like I said, if they were all together, all three of them, that was the best luck you could have. If two of them were together, that was bad luck. And if one was by himself, you were, like, kind of in the middle somewhere. And it always was played that way, and it always ended up being that. Yeah, it was presented as fact. That is weird. Because it, it would always work this way, okay? If there was, like, two of them there, and, like, one of them was gone, Cal would be like, oh, crap, what's gonna happen? And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, one of the other brothers would come, and he would just cause some sort of disturbance to in someone the in the story, and it would set off this chain reaction of dumb luck <laughs> that would cause a good thing to happen to Cal. So, yeah, my, my story just kind of did that, and then it seriously did. Like, it just, there wasn't really, you, you know how, even if there's a happy ending, you get, like, a bunch of these head fakes, where, like, oh, this ain't gonna happen, but it actually happened, but it didn't happen, but it did happen, and so you go back and forth three or four times, no, not in the story, you just kind of, like, yep, there's a happy ending, all right. Mine was, like, um, I, I really disliked it, it was really poorly written. It was exactly what you guys were saying, I, I could not believe that this was an officially, like, because... I've been critical of the writing in some of the other books, but it's yeah. always like, this is a professional writer. Yeah. They probably were under a deadline, so it wasn't the best, but there were moments of greatness in it. This was like, this would almost not even be okay for your college like <laughs> short story assignment. <laughs> this is like yeah. really ridiculous. And it was basically about a superhero who had the powers of secreting pheromones and scents into people's body Secretion, and, and having Wonder Woman bracelets that detect biorhythms. So he uses the power of massage to save Truly. the day and save his daughter. Sounds like a Jedi apprentice. It character. sounds like <laughs> something you'd read in a magazine at a doctor's office, like a like a comic book, <laughs> <laughs> like the comic books that were never anywhere like, else, but well, were only yeah, at the doctor's office. He's like trying to sell you some kind of medicine, but it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah it was like use a big vapor rub on your back, secretion man, and it's like this terribly written Lux comic Booger book. likes to use secretions out of his fingertips. So you should do. <laughs> it was just the weirdest story. And it was uh, truly boring and miserable to read. Um, but that's kind said, of hilarious. I kept laughing at how you know, bad it was. That said, listeners, buy, I said, this, ha, ha, ha. buy this book and read it so you can laugh with us. Cause don't, no, no, I would say no, don't. Don't, no, no, no. don't buy it? Don't no, no, support no. this in any way. No. Like, it's not worth the 50 well, never mind. We well, always... $60 of this podcast went to that book. So, so if you're a, a oh, writer gosh. who's listening and crying at the same time, don't worry. We Both about husband 60... and wife are taking pictures of their cat right now, and it's <laughs> amazing. Well, I, tried, I wanted to get her with her face in the window. Did you get and it? As soon as I, I said did, that, dang, did Riley you get got it? embarrassed. I know. Okay. <laughs> well, guys, I think that about wraps it up. For, so don't buy it? Uh, don't buy it. Don't no, buy it. I mean, like, we love Star Wars. Yeah. Have we established Do that we? for a while? We haven't really talked about it in a while, but we've, I... We, we've we've got to go. We've recommended so many books and stuff. I know. This is not one I'd recommend. No. No. No, don't, don't buy it. Sorry. Money. Sorry. Buy with casino chips. Yeah, I guess device. just consult our spoiler-filled reviews that we just told you in your ear holes and just... And ours are the only correct the... opinion, so don't listen to any other podcasts. Clearly. It. Listen to ours a couple of times, too. Lucasfilm would agree. To boost our numbers. They all know who we are. And spend money on us. For another week, <laughs> this has been the uh, official Kylo Ren account, uh, Twitter account, uh, sponsored podcast. What's that guy's name? Ryan Bullock. Oh, yeah, Ryan, Ryan Bullock. Bullock. <laughs> Ryan Bullock. Podcast. At Razakai Ren. Ryan, Ryan Bullock. 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 Um, Mr. Our only Friday fan. Himself. And uh, we love him to death. And we. Honestly, you, if you want to be a fan of Grand Moff Talking, then talk someone into reviewing our show if you already have. Yeah. And I'm okay if you don't. Because I'm okay with this becoming 100% about one of our listeners. That's fine. So, 
That's my catchphrase. I understand. That's fine. It's been delicately created long from discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga, tailored to the modern fanatic, brought to you uh, hatefully in this in- <laughs> increment and instrument by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your host, Riley. Shocklop. <laughs> Jasmine. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Isaac. Next week, remember, call 1-800-468-9377. 1-800-GMT. Yes, with two S's. Call the GMT guest hotline now. Next week, anytime. Grandmoftalking at gmail.com. Grandmoftalking on Twitter. Irek at Twitter. And so, it sound- <laughs> Goodbye. It sounded perfect with the delay. It's like that terrible effect they do on radio ads. Like, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That was really good, guys. Oh, there he is. There is the slightest hint of a delay on my voice. And it's making it hard to talk. Why is it so loud? Oh, that's I'm what's happening? I'm not oh. I'm not in character, I promise. Oh, there's a delay. I think that is I what's seriously like it's there? Yeah, like it it's, sounds Awful. Giving me a, like, it makes me feel like I'm drunk. <laughs> Jake, quiz. give me your, give me your, your average speaking voice. I would say this is going to be my average speaking voice today. Okay, I like it, Jasmine. Average speaking voice. Probably be my average speaking voice today. Okay, you need <laughs> like to be a lot louder. But we're good now. Okay, Isaac. Cal stared at the ebullient yep. arrival. Turn you down. Mystified. Look at that. There was there was Jake, there was Jasmine, and there's Isaac. <laughs> on brand. <laughs> I can always count on me being myself. Oh boy. You know what's crazy? Uh, Jamie knows like the Chillicothe weather number like by heart. The phone number? Yeah, is like that, to, for Chillicothe. Still, that's still a thing. Yeah, you can like, call a toll free number like the weather in Chillicothe today will be thirty two degrees. Howdy. Says as like as soon as everybody over sixty dies, then that's going to be gone, right? Because there's no one under sixty who. Yeah, everybody over number. sixty and Jamie. And Jamie, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, she when she dies, along with the older people. It's like all I have to do, I have to She'll turn be my in the same tour bus. She's, and she, Destin. she's driving him to like a soup convention somewhere <laughs> in Destin, Florida. <laughs> Campbell's Con, 2016. Campbell celebration. I don't know why I said 2016. You want to see? <laughs> What's his la- what's Joris' last name? Oh, I don't know. I'm sorry. Serious erases don't fart. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what? What happened? <laughs> I'm <laughs> What happened? <laughs> We're stopping everything. What just happened? <laughs> Siri just said, I'm sorry, Siri is a racist <laughs> old fart. <laughs> let me alright. Let me see if I can do it again. Siri, what's my name? You're Jacob. Put some smear friends. I get to call you Siri as a racist old fart. <laughs> <laughs> I changed Siri's name to Siri is a racist old fart. So every time she addresses me, oh, I'm going to change my name to it. So every time she addresses me, she's calling herself a racist old fart. So when wow. I was reading that passage, for some reason Siri kicked on and said, "I'm sorry, I couldn't understand that." Siri is a racist. Oh, wow, that was that so weird. That, that was so weird. 
Riley, you have fidget spinners now. Yeah, a listener got me fidget spinners because I... Hot off the trends of like five months ago yeah, last I, year. You know, I have to have something to do with my hands. And oh. Currently, I'm not holding either of the fidget spinners I have. So that sound you hear at home, folks? Yeah, that was a fidget <laughs> Those spin. are spinners of fidgeting. <laughs> Spinning in a nurse. Okay. okay. Spinning in a nurse. Uh, we, don't, we don't talk about him. No. Because uh, we only talk about Ryan Bullock now. He's our mm-hmm. only fan. <laughs> so... We don't Canto, talk about Sham Merc. We don't talk about Darth we, Goody. We don't talk about uh, Chelsea. We don't talk about Robert. We don't we, talk about MJ Noester. We certainly. don't talk about you don't stop the rock badger. It's got to be Noester, right? You say Noester <laughs> every time, but it's got to be Noester. Well, it, it certainly isn't fancier. Bullock, like we've been saying. It wasn't really Bullock, but we say Bullock for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> we just have our own little flair that we don't put on people anymore because we don't talk Please about them. Please tweet at us if it's Noester or Noester. Yeah. yeah, he, like, yeah. She never Cricket did clarify. Fan, MJ Noester. That's right, yeah. I think she just messing she with never, us. She never clarified. Everything else is cut out. We start now. The episode is now beginning. <laughs> he always says that. I know. It, it always happens. gets left in. Um, it's a good thing I don't edit the episodes. <laughs> It'd be like 20 minutes long of everybody else just talking. sheer embarrassment editing. <laughs> yeah. No. Click. No. Click. No. It's almost like you're inside my heart and brain. Um,